Welcome to Drunk on God, Episode Four. Call her back. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Amy, and I'm here with my husband Edmund. Hey, everyone. So today we wanted to share a little story with you guys about obedience, and uh, this this has been really recent. We want to share things with you guys as they come up in our lives to keep it fresh, to keep it real, to keep it raw, uh, and. This is a story that has helped many people that we've told it to recently understand what happens when we obey God and we and we share that obedience with other people. And I personally had a really tough time mm. obeying anyone <laughs> in my life, um, maybe except for my job, um, my boss, because hey, they're giving me a paycheck, so I got to do that. But what happens when when you're asking someone to obey a god that you cannot see every day? What does that mean? And you don't hear him audibly. How does that how does that translate into obedience? So we're going to talk a little bit about today about that today. So Ed, let's just jump right in. This is a story that happened to you first and foremost. So I would love for you to share with everybody. What this is all about, and how this story taught you obedience. So here's the background story. Uh, I am an attorney, and I uh, run my own practice. And every day, I get calls from prospective clients of many different types of cases. I specifically do uh, wills and trusts for families, so I help them protect their children and protect their wealth, and. A few weeks ago, um, I received a message uh, from from a lady, and uh, the message was, "My brother is in the hospital. He's dying. I need your help to do one thing." And this was to prepare one really simple document. And I received this message. On a Friday night, or like Friday afternoon, three o'clock, and Fridays are usually really busy for me because I'm trying to wind things down, as you know. And so the the least that I wanted to do was to to call someone back for a really small matter. Uh, and you know, in inside of me, I was like, "Oh no, Edmund, you have no time for this." <laughs> like, uh, you know, Amy needs you to to go on date night because、uh, it's Friday night. Uh, she she needs you, and therefore you should not message that person back. You should not call them back. And I was I was eating that message up inside of me. I was like, Yeah, you're right. The voice in my head, <laughs> and and a lot of times those selfish voices, it's from the devil.、Uh, <laughs> and so for some reason that that evening, I said no. You know this this lady, her brother's dying. And she needs my help, and I know for a fact that it's Friday night. Probably no other attorney is going to return her call. So、uh, God nudged me. He was like, "Hey, call her back right now." And so that's what I did. I called her back, and it turns out her brother didn't just need that one simple document. He needed an entire estate plan done, 
And uh, at that point, uh, again, it's the weekend. No and one I, is going to do it in like three days. And I thought, do I want to take this on over the weekend? Do I want to be doing this? Uh, it's a lot of work. And my team- We have team, a son at home. We have a son at home. My team is gone. Right. Uh, my, my paralegal, I'm not going to have her work on a Saturday or Friday night. Uh, you know, what, what can I do? Do I want to take this on? But again, God nudged me. He's like, help her right now. So that's what I did. Uh, and, and we, we got everything done. Um, and a few weeks later, wait, I want to jump in here. You, you told me that your team also jumped on all over the weekend to help. Yeah. So things happened and, uh, I wasn't able to, to help her that weekend. She, she couldn't get all the documents and information ready. And so, I started in the middle of the week mm. and I think at this time it was, it was another week had gone by and this was Thursday or I think Friday night or Thursday or Friday night. And my team, when I told them the story of the brother dying, they stepped up. They're like, Hey, we're with you. Let's do this together. So that was really awesome of them to, to do that uh, with me. So we got everything done and, um, you know, God, God blessed us with the focus and the energy and the heart to get it done for this family. And so I told this story to my mom, uh, a few weeks after that. And, uh, you know, we were just sitting around the, uh, dinner table for lunch. We had gone home and it was just a beautiful meal and I, I shared this story with her and that story touched her. And, and this is your mother who has not been as close with God uh, for the last couple of years or maybe even a decade, well, would you say? Well, my, my parents, uh, my, my mom's side is, is Catholic. My, my dad's side is Christian. And like most Christians and Catholics, uh, they don't read the Bible uh, anymore, at, at least for, for decades. And um, there's this phrase in Christianity, what like lukewarm Christian. I don't like using that, but it's to describe Christians who are not really following Jesus, not, not really abiding in the word and not really living the life that Jesus wants us to live. And that's most Christians and Catholics. I would say a majority, right? Who just go to church or who don't even go to church and say, yeah, I believe in Jesus and therefore I'm going to be saved. Or yeah, I've, I've done this and that and therefore I'm going to be saved. Um, so yeah, my, my mom is, is also part of that, that group. I was part of that group until recently. Um, you know, I, I use God as a genie. Right, I, I pray to God only when I need something solved in my life, and uh, this story really helped my mom practice obedience, just like how it helped me practice obedience. So after my mom heard this story, that very night God tested her, which is amazing. God is amazing. So that very night, after hearing my story of how I picked up the call, 
my mom randomly receives a call from someone that she doesn't know. So, so this, this number pops up. It's a unknown number, right? It's, it's, it's got this number that she doesn't recognize. And in her mind, when she saw that missed call, she said, Oh, it's just another missed call. I'm not going to pick it up. But then she remembered my story and she said, wait, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pick up the call and see where God leads me. And so she obeyed God and she, she called this person back and the conversation that she had was amazing. And, and this is how the conversation goes. Like you can't make this stuff up. Like it's completely got. So she called this lady back. It was a lady who, who called her. And when she picked up, the lady said, I have no idea why I called you. I do not remember. (laughs) I don't remember, but they started having a conversation and my mom discovered some really, I don't want to say coincidental things, but, uh, we know that it's God doing his work because the lady said, I am 96 years old. Uh, and the reason why that's important is because my grandma who lives with my mom, she's also 96 years old. Exactly. And then the lady started saying, I've been looking for a helper to come to my house and and help me out. And I'm willing to, uh, you know, give someone a room who's looking for a room. They don't have to pay me rent. And in fact, I want to give them $500 a month to live with me. So this lady, 96 year old, year old, she's looking for a helper. And that's exactly the situation that my grandma is in. Uh, she's looking for a helper as well to help her um, during the evenings, go to the bathroom, feed her, things like that. My my grandma's uh, 96. She she can't walk, and so she she needs a nurse or a, a caregiver to take care of her at night. And it was the same exact situation that my grandma was in. It's it's a coincidence that could, it's God. It's yes. God. It's, you can't make this up. And she receives this call right after hearing my story. And she knew it was God too, because I think it was like the next day that we were together and she immediately told us this story um, because she felt that it was also a miracle. And she had a really wonderful time talking to that lady. So this is such a powerful story, Ed, because just because you decided to lean into something that you normally wouldn't do on a Friday night, which is to pick up a phone and call someone back. Um, Even though in your eyes, right, in your worldly view that, hey, this is just a small case. Um, They could probably find a document online and do it themselves or find someone else. Don't waste my time. But it's to you, you heard God telling you this is the this is the thing that is going to keep her up at night. This is the most important thing to her who called you on a Friday night. And if you don't call her back, no one else is going to be there for her. And it just reminds me of all the times that Jesus had reached out to the people that he, he did while he, he was here with us. 
that he, I mean, he still is. Um, but during the, t- during the time of the gospel, when it was first um, being lived and experienced by the people, he always, always reach out to those who are forgotten, who are heartbroken, who are sick. Um, and you did what God had wanted you to do. And that's obedience. And it's just so beautiful because I used to think of obedience as something that bothers me, that annoyed me, that um, that interrupted me. You want to be in control. Yes. Right? Yes. Correct. You don't want to obey. You want to set your own rules. You want to do <laughs> yes. what you want. I want freedom. <laughs> That's why a lot of people don't want to believe in God or, or open up the Bible because they yes. think that it's a set of rules, mm. but it actually liberates you because once you give up your, your power to God, you become a free person. You no longer yes. need to chase. True freedom. True freedom. You no longer need to figure things out yourself because you can just follow God's blueprint and follow God's directions, whether or not it's, it's in the Bible or little messages like what I got, like these intuitive messages inside of me that I know it's God. Because it feels a little uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> when when your nature starts to be transformed into God's nature, it starts to feel a little uneasy to your own nature. Yeah, well, my, my own nature is selfish. And when uh, I become selfless, that's when I know, okay, it's God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I thank you for, for sharing this story with me and, um, and for humbling me as well to let go of things like date night <laughs> and hold you accountable for not showing up to date night. I remember that night when you told me about that story and, and I, you know, in, in, in my heart, I was thinking, yes, this, this is definitely God. Um, do what God had asked you to do because that's better. You know, I, I love to date God. Yeah. I, I love it when you date God and we're, we're both dating God on a Friday night than dating each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the, the gospels, Jesus says you can't serve two masters. For example, yes. you can't serve God and money at the same time. You can't serve God in your career at the same time. You have to choose one. Yes. And uh, you can't serve God and romance at the same time right. as well in, in the context of a, right. our date night. Because night. because in this situation, if I didn't have God, I would have chosen you and date night over this family who seriously Who's needs help. Really needed your help. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If if I didn't have this type of standard, this type of compassion and this type of direction and listening to God, I would be selfish and not selfless. Yes. And that all came came from you abiding in his word, right? Because God said in the Bible, if you love me, you will obey me. Yeah, John 14:23. Yes. Yeah, and and it's so important to obey because in this situation, it not only helped uh, my clients, but it also helped my mom. Also and it, helped and us also, and it also financially helped us, too. <laughs> and it also, yeah. And it also helped uh, the lady, the 96 year old that my mom talked to, because yes. at the end of their call, uh, the lady said to my mom, You know, you made my day. Like, I had someone to talk to. You listened. 
you made my day, right? In, in society, when you're old, when your spouse passes away, when you're living alone, it's like a prison cell at home where you talk to you're nobody. Forgotten. You're forgotten. Yes. And just to have someone listen to you changes your life. And it also changed your mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. From the lukewarm Christian to, oh, there, there is something here. I, 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 I can get connected to God by simply picking up my phone and calling her back. Yeah. And, and I know that this is one step closer for my mom to living with Jesus because uh, she, remember how she told us when she retires, then she's going to volunteer at the church and basically listen to God. So, so right now it sounds to me that she's putting God second and putting herself first. But then when she uh, retires, then she maybe is going to put God first. But this experience, hopefully, um, is one step closer for her to giving her life to Jesus and not waiting until she retires in a few years because there's so much that she can do from now till retirement, such as these little small acts of kindness. It's so incredible because it just, it, it literally, all, all, the chain of all the chain of all of these events started by a phone call. Yeah. And that is how a lot of the things happen in our lives when we listen to God is really just picking up our phone and calling someone back um, that God has put on our hearts to speak to. So thank you so much, Edmund, for this. Will you say a little prayer about obedience and and about those who are forgotten perhaps um, before we wrap up this episode? Of course. Dear Heavenly Father, we lift up our hearts to you Thank you so much for this moment of prayer, for this moment of just sharing the miracles that you create in our daily lives. We are so busy. We are so, Every day we're looking for big miracles and we forget small miracles like these that happens to us every single day. And we forget that you're talking to us in every single way. And Father, we, we pray that we open our hearts to you, we open our ears to you, and we open our eyes to you. And we see and hear and feel every message that you're trying to tell us so that we can continue to live a life for your glory, for your mission, for your kingdom, rather than our selfish desires, our temptations that leads to nothing. Father, we, we pray for those who are lost, are forgotten, are sick, are abandoned. And we pray that you show up in their lives in a way that they can see. You're always there for us. You're always there for them. But a lot of times we forget. We, we don't notice it. So Father, please open us up to receive your, your love and your mercy and your blessings in this beautiful world that you've created for us. We know that this year, 2020, it may seem really terrible, but if we're healthy, if we're not on the streets, we have so much to be thankful for. So Father, please put us on our knees and allow those that are hearing this message to be thankful for what you've given us. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. Thank you so much, Ed, for sharing your story about calling someone back. We thank you all to all of you for joining us. If you enjoy these stories, make sure to share it with someone who needs to hear it today so they're not forgotten. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast. And if you have any prayer requests, go and send us a message at Drunk on God on our Instagram account. And we cannot wait to share with you the next episode. He asked for a phone. We gave him a car. See you then.